The following podcast is a Dear Media production. So the type of women that get used by men, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The type of women that get used by men, some of the points are going to surprise you because point number two is something that I very much have to struggle with and used to be like. By used to be, I mean, I still kind of am like this and I struggle with it. But let's start with the most obvious. The type of woman that get used by men the most is the woman with the savior complex. She chooses a man who she feels sorry for. That is the main point of attraction for this woman. She feels sorry for this type of man and she pities him. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, pity is worse than hate. You'd rather somebody hate you than they pity you. Pity you is not what you want. It is not the vibe you're looking for. It's a very, very difficult thing to contend with. She likes to go for a man she feels sorry for. He's got no job. He lives in a basement of some sorts of his friend. All these things, she likes to feel sorry for him. And my biggest question to you is, it's obvious how you're going to be used. You're going to be attracting men who want a mummy to look after them. If you want to adopt a man, then you should probably start with adopting an actual child. You do not need a man-child to look after. His life strategy is to go for women who are basically his mummies or surrogate mummies and live off you that way. And that is not something you want. My bigger question for you in why you're attracted to men like this, who are going to use you to make themselves not activate their masculine energy, not achieve anything in life and not be anything of value. My question to you is, why are you choosing that man? Why are you choosing that man? Because the fact that he's going to use you is obvious. We all know that he's going to use you. He doesn't have much going for him. He isn't the one you want to be with. But my question is, why do you want to be with him? Is it because you can only gain value from being a savior to somebody. Can you only gain value in your life from feeling like you are of value in saving somebody else? Does it make you feel safe in order to feel like the person you are with is less than you? And this is a big one to wrap your head around. Do you feel by dating someone, and are your friendships based on this as well, Are your friend groups based on people you're constantly helping out? Are they kind of useless? Are they kind of stupid in their actions? Or do you at least deem them to be so? Because they might not even be that, but you might deem them to be so. You might deem them to be unsophisticated. You might deem them to be a little bit silly and you're friends with them because it makes you feel better than them comparatively. Now, the next question after that is, is that a life that you really want to have? Do you not want to surround yourself with people who you genuinely feel a likeness to? Somebody you want to aim up towards, in fact, or maybe, you know, maybe you mix with people you want to help and some you want to be like and some who are on the same level as you. But if you are constantly around people who you're just trying to save, that is something you need to work on yourself with. And if you want a masculine man and if you want to be in your feminine energy, then the savior complex is not going to work. There is no man that you're going to save enough where he's going to suddenly get motivated to find the job, to find the thing, to do the thing. You're not going to be like, yes, babe, I'm going to help you find your dream job. It's not going to happen. The best thing you can do to not be used by a man who needs saving is to say, I believe in you. Here I am with my belief in you and go for gold. You can become anything you want to be. 
you're going to emasculate him with the behavior of constantly trying to save him. And I know that these days you're not supposed to say you're going to emasculate somebody because if he's man enough, then he should be man enough anyway. But the reality is you can demasculate somebody or emasculate somebody, even if you could speak proper English. You can do that. And somebody can make you feel a certain type of way. So don't do that. There is an example in my masterclass, 20 Feminine Energy Principles of the cow and the deer and the horse. The horse is the woman who overworks in order to prove herself. The cow is the woman who overmothers in order to prove herself. And the deer is the ultimate feminine energy woman. Now, you want to be the deer. You do not want to be the cow. And this archetype of the woman who feels sorry for men, takes pity on them and puts them in her nest like the surrogate eggs that they aren't is a typical archetype of that. So if you want to check that out, go check out that masterclass. It will help you, but I'm not going to go into that here because I want to go into the second type of woman that gets used by men because I know this one spiritually deep into my bones. Women who always get upset or sulk about things. Now, you're like, how does that make you somebody that is going to get used? Well, my love, it makes you somebody who's going to get used by men because men understand intimately that they can control your emotions. They can control how you feel, how you act and what you do. And I didn't used to know this. I didn't used to know that me constantly getting upset and sulking and mm, you did this wrong. And why did you text that? And why did you look at her like that? And why did you do that wrong? Was absolutely giving my power away. It was a denotion of the fact that I've got an extremely anxious attachment style, that they do this and then I react, they do that and that I react. You can't always be reacting. You have to be acting in life, not reacting, not always reacting to something. You have to act on your own choices, on your own projection on, on how you want to appear in this world. You have to act as opposed to react. And when you're a woman who's always upset, you're showing your broken boundaries and your lack of self-esteem because you are saying, sir, you are the son around which the universe rotates. Me being the whole solar system and around you I rotate. So the sun shines, I'm happy. The sun doesn't shine, I'm not happy. The way a woman who's in her power and does not get used operates is she's got boundaries and if you break them, she doesn't wanna be around you. And if you communicate with her, she's happy to be around you and you work out a relationship that you're both happy in. A woman who's always sulking, always like the angry rat in the corner. Ladies who watch me, you know that angry rat in the corner. She's always detesting you. She's always upset. Mm. That used to be me. The reason that this woman gets manipulated by men is men are very, very good detectors of low boundaries, of low knowledge of self. As soon as you start being so easily controlled by your emotions, men understand one thing. This girl has no boundaries. If I say this, she reacts like this. If I say that, she reacts like that. And it attracts the narcissist. It attracts the manipulator. And it can even make the nicest, most normal guy understand that he can push and pull your emotions. You lack mystery. You lack boundaries. You lack that dark feminine, as they call it online, energy that is so seductive to a man. There is no distance to you to find attractive. There is no like allure. There is no, this is my boundary and I'm going to observe it. There is no ebb and flow. It's just you blowing hot and cold according to his reactions. And that used to be me. I used to think that that was the way you set boundaries. That as soon as he does something wrong that I don't like, you sulk or you take away your attention. No, you don't sulk. People 
men, sorry, who understand that you're the type of woman who has low boundaries and an anxious attachment style will usually then understand that he is the center of your emotional well-being. He knows that you fly off the handle when he does ABCDFG, when he doesn't reply, when he does this, when he does the other thing, and he can use it to control you. And the biggest thing he can do is do those little things that make you go, oh my God, now I'm so happy. Now I'm so happy to get away with other things. They're not stupid. They know. And the biggest thing that you're giving away is your power. And that makes you so easily controllable in your well-being. Your well-being goes down. Everything goes down because you're always like a piece of timber in the storm of his behavior. You're either reacting like this or you're reacting like that. Also, the dark side of this is he will often get you to spark up and argue with him when he wants time to himself or he wants to go do his hobby or he wants to do his thing or he even wants to have an affair because this is what they do. They will use not they, some people do, they will use an argument that they somehow start in order for you to fly off the handle in order to get space from you as opposed to having a real conversation. And that's the type of manipulator you will attract. If you want to be a whole, rounded, bountiful, feminine energy woman, you need to have a level of detachment to have the power in the relationship. You need to have a level of this is who I am. This is who you are. You doing you. I'm doing me. Okay, you upset me. I've communicated it like an adult, not like somebody who's a child who flies off the handle. Number three, lonely women. Women who take a relationship over anything. They'll take a relationship over being abused. They will take a relationship over him cheating. They will take a relationship as in he can do anything and she will take the relationship. She's got a psychological complex that she needs a relationship to be happy more than anything else in her life. She's willing to compromise as long as there's someone by her side. Nothing else matters except for the fact that she's got a status of being in a relationship. He can cheat with everybody. Cat, dog, mouse, her grandma, she will accept it. And men take liberties. I have said this time and time again, and maybe it sounds harsh, and maybe you don't like this reality, but men take liberties with women who give them. I don't know why it is, but if they can take you for granted, they will. If they can take liberties, they will. It's almost like if this is the boundary of your liberties that you're willing to take and 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 bullshit that you're willing to put up with, he will stop at the where that line is. I've seen the best guys do this because if you will put up with it and you don't have a boundary, then they will do it. She will give every excuse. You know that friend. You know that friend. You know you have that friend because... <laughs> Everyone has these friends who are like, oh, I can't leave him because we have children. Oh, I can't leave him because we're planning to have children. Oh, I can't leave him because we have a house together. Oh, I can't leave him because we have a mouse together. I can't leave him because of my age, which is 24 and now I'm too old. Christ. I can't leave him because of money. There's always a reason. The real reason, my love, is your psychological complex of not wanting to be alone and that is something needs to be addressed. The lonely girl is a girl who's going to end up being used because she will be attracting people who want to use her. A man who's self-respecting and in his masculine probably won't be interested in her because they like to be rebuffed. They like to have somebody who's worth having and somebody who will put up with anything holds no value and isn't worth having. That is the truth. Sounds harsh. It is. I'm sorry. Number four, this is me also in the past, still struggling with it. <sighs> I need an AA meeting about this, but women who feel guilt. This is from childhood often. This is from childhood, good girl syndrome, complex. You've got to be a good girl. You've got to be good. Everybody's got to like you. You've got to be likable, 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 likable. Oh my God, enough with that BS. Like you've got to do the right thing. 
the community is going to think right about you. And me, I'm quite a spicy person. Like I don't actually feel peer pressure. So it's not about peers, but it's just like this moral compass of like doing the right thing. And the older I get, the more I'm like, do you know what? Screw everybody. I'm going to do the thing that's right for me, not the thing that's right for everybody, because everybody's idea of right is different. Everybody's idea of right is different. So how can you get the right thing? And what men will do in order to manipulate this type of woman is, oh, you didn't make me the meal that I like. Oh, you looked at that guy. Oh, you did this. It will come out in all these ways and he will pile guilt on you and it will work on you. Like it used to work on me and I'm still, this is the one I struggle with. And, you know, if a friend makes me feel guilty, I genuinely feel that guilt. If I feel guilty about anything, I drown in it. So I'm being transparent with you that that is the one I'm working on. She feels wrong about stuff. So it's easy to, you know, because she feels so wrong about stuff for no reason, just from that good girl syndrome of, you know, women are raised to always do the right thing and be useful and convenient. And the worst thing, if you want to be a seductive, attractive, sexy woman, the worst thing that you can be is convenient. Convenient gets you nowhere. So the woman who feels guilty gets used. And then the last one that I want to make a pointer of is women who give away. It's the girl who thinks that things like him being jealous, overtly jealous, no, you can't go out with the guys, no, you can't wear that skirt is signs of love. These type of girls attract the type of guy who will manipulate them using that kind of language. He will say that he loves you because he doesn't want you to go out because the guys are looking at you. He will show overt signs of jealousy and these girls think that jealous men are ones who actually love them. Men who show these signs of possessiveness are actually true alpha men, not men who provide for you and are stand-up men in society. They they virtue signal with the guy who's got like the buff muscles, the guy who's overtly jealous, all these things that don't actually mean shit these girls believe in. So the guys, they get clever. They're like, oh, that's all it takes. It takes, I'm not even jealous, but what I'm going to be like is I'm going to say, oh my God, you better not see Jake or Mark or Stuart or whatever the names are because... What he's trying to do is control the fact that you feel loved by him with these signs. These aren't real signs of love. Is he coming through for you? Is he showing up for you? Is he there for you? Is he providing for you? Is he a true masculine support in your life? No. Then he's using you with these virtue signals of, of masculinity that aren't real. So those are the five signs. Be wise. Don't fall for them. I told you the two that I used to struggle with or struggle with currently, and that is a feeling of guilt. I am not a lonely girl. I'm not scared to be alone. In fact, miss me with that. I, I am. The key is you, you have to, the person has to know that you're willing to lose them for your own health and sanity. And I've got no problem with that. The guilt, I feel guilty about things easily. I think it's a woman thing. I don't like jealous men, so that's not an issue for me. The second point being sulking over crystal clear communication and boundary setting used to be my problem and isn't anymore. And the first one is liking men who need assistance and help. And I, that's never been me. I don't find that attractive. I don't find that progressive. I don't find that advantageous. I find that silly and ridiculous. We're not running a charity for men who need adoption. So I hope this resonates with you. And please, please know that if you appear like this in this world, people will try and use you. Be healthy, set boundaries, and know that the best version of you is the version that looks after yourself. I'll see you in the next one, and I'll speak to you in the next one. Ciao. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.